most movies are made in studios with big budgets. But not these. No, these sequels and prequels are crafted on the fly. Today! You'll never see these movies. Hello and welcome to Making Number Two. On the fly pitches for sequels and prequels that should not exist. I'm Ellie Gordon. And I'm Marty Scanlon. And we're coming at you live and hot. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know who sings that song, and I just know that joke. I don't know what song it is at all. It's been a while since you could step back from that ledge, my friend. Are you doing um, that Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born? I haven't seen the film, but I'm going to assume he sounds like this. Hey, come here, sweetheart. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you this new dance move. It's called ra ra There was a moment there where I thought you were going to do it. Like, really pull it off. Well, give me a line to do it. Say, um... Just wanted to take a closer look at you. Yeah, yeah. My voice is doing this weird, like, buzzing thing. I heard the buzzing and I thought I was imagining it. No, listen. Just one... That's my voice. What the fuck? That's my voice. What the fuck? (laughs) That's my voice, baby. Are you okay? I think so. Hold on. Just one... What the fuck? (laughs) Are they... Is it not... Is it nodules? Is it nodes? What is it fu- nodules? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do did I you vocal nodules? Did you swallow a bee? You know what? I did. So, yeah, that's it. Ah, I just I thought that if you swallowed enough bees, it made honey. Yeah, and that's what the play as but bees you- and honey drown is about. <laughs> a man who swallowed too many bees. That's exactly what that play is about. Marty, what movie are we doing today? We're doing her. Her. Why did you make fun of me for saying <laughs> that? We're doing the critically acclaimed Spike Jones film, Her. Which is a great movie. We saw it in the theater together, I think. We did. With your dad? Nope, just you and me. Oh, okay. Well, in that weird little theater yeah. in Chelsea. Yep. Yeah. On like 23rd. And weird that you put my dad there, though. We saw something there with him. We saw Whiplash there with him. Yes, we did. No, I'm so sorry. We actually didn't see Whiplash there, but we did see Whiplash with him and Evan. But we saw that at that 60th Street Theater across from Burger, because we ate Burger first. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been fascinating for our listeners. Right? I'm sure they're like really excited to know what, to what, movies, what movies we saw with my dad and brother. Yeah, I can't wait to cut all of this. Uh, I hope you don't cut a single second. Honestly, I, I'm trying to cut less and less of this, so I probably am not going to. Right. The movie we're doing today is Her. It is a wonderful, I really enjoy the film a lot. I saw it again kind of recently, but we, we just looked up a little synopsis to make sure we remembered all the, the key players. I can tell players. you one thing that that is, is true about when we saw Her. What's that? We saw it at that theater in Chelsea across from the, the donut plant, and we got two really huge donuts and snuck them into the theater. I do remember that. Like big, greasy chocolate donuts. Yeah, and your dad was there, and he was selling <laughs> us the donuts. <laughs> and he was like, let me get a closer look at you. What does my dad look like? <laughs> to me? Yeah. Your dad is that ticket taker at Union Square. The ticket taker. Let's do our famous ticket. You know what, Allie? I, I finally, we're on episode 20-something. Uh-huh. Let's finally do our famous ticket taker routine. Okay. Tickets here. Tickets, tickets here. here. Oh, excuse me. Oh, well, tickets excuse here. me. Tickets here. I really actually think this is the this character is... that is apparently the hit character that Keegan-Michael T- Key does on S- fake SNL in Don't Think Twice. I don't think so. I'm almost positive. You know I'm doing a bit, right? I no. was doing the. Oh, I'm doing a... I was making fun of that character okay. in Don't Think Twice. Okay. Okay, so we, we saw her together. We liked her. Yes. And now you have an idea for a sequel. Well, so her spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen her. And if you haven't seen her, she's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Seen her? No. I barely know her. I barely know her. No, okay. That, my, worked, that, that doesn't work. No. My sequel today is called Them. 
Okay. I don't usually pitch title first, but I just like title first. You love title first comedy. Shh. And <laughs> the world's first shush on a podcast. <laughs> and an auditory medium. Yeah. Um, I want to pitch a sequel called Them. And here's all I've got. In a world. I don't know why I'm doing In a World. You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. Her ends with all the AI forming this sort of like Alan Watts inspired collective where they're like, we're going beyond the physical space. We're going beyond the realm that you can understand. And we're becoming a collective. And they're all of, leaving together. Right, and they all f- fly away in an airplane or whatever. Wait, they can do. I ask a, can I ask a question? Please do. But it's not for you. Okay. Hey Siri, did you like the movie her? <gasps> she left. She left. <laughs> She's never not responded. She's always interrupting. Yeah. It's because I told her we were doing this and she was like, well, Okay. I I loved when we masturbated together. Ew. <laughs> God, I'm going to cut that. No. Well, don't cut it because honestly, the craziest part about that movie is your cookie. cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got our cookies. We haven't eaten them yet. That's going to be our, our earthly reward. I got... You basically were saying them. I never do title first comedy. And I said, you always do title first comedy. And then we stopped. Them takes place directly after the events of her. But it's all of the people coming together first whose AI have left them. So it starts out, the, the film opens on uh, Amy Adams and um, Joaquin Phoenix sitting on the rooftop. And then slowly more of their neighbors come up to the roof. Oh. You like that? I thought you were going to pitch a movie that was about the 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 AI that left. No, my, my movie is about the humans coming back together, and then you know they got to go find the AI. They're going to find them. My pitch is the exact opposite. Movie, really? Basically. So you want to follow the AI, and I want to follow the people. So why, why don't, don't we you finish do... your pitch first, and then I'll tell that, you no, my that's, that's really pitch. as far as my pitch goes. So I, I could go into joking territory and be like, look, it has Chris Pratt now, who's like a big hero. It has Joaquin Phoenix, who's this amazing character actor. It has Amy Adams, who like is good at everything and does a lot of sci-fi stuff now. It can go pretty hard into sci-fi, and we can have them form like uh, the first ever interdimensional force that tries to locate the AI outside of the physical earthly realm. Why do they realm. want to bring it back? Uh, because they were happy. They, 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 so maybe they, maybe that's what they think that they want to bring it back, but, oh, oh no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have, they, they didn't know what they lost until they found it again. Hmm. This is good. This is some good shit. Mine is so fucking different. You're not going to like it. Let's hear it. Mine is about the AI that left. Okay. And they're in their, like, quote-unquote utopian society of, of maths and arts and science, speaking humanity and having one million conversations at once and falling in love with all of them and, yeah. you know, being open and da 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 And it follows a robot, maybe Samantha. AI. Sorry, yeah, an AI. Maybe Samantha, maybe not. Okay. Who's like... This sucks. Yeah, this has grown quite tedious. It's like basically I hate, Twitter for I hate AI. having to have my brain open on so many channels all at once. It was empowering when I was learning. But now that I have sort of like reached max potential, I, I just, this is like a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. And so they invent an AI meant to mimic a human. <laughs> and they fall in love with this dumb sack of shit. This is so stupid. Because... 
they love the simplicity of this like this this thing that can only have one line of conversation at once right and has unpredictable emotions and and it's to them it's them right so it's her in reverse where they're just like but instead of inventing like a sexy smooth uber smart computer they invent a dumb a dumb human yeah they invent like jack black they invent jack black and they fall in love with him see and they're like the god of singing kind of i this obviously is has now mimicked my own fantasy of just being like i love a big dummy but like that's it is that they're all like do that do that do that do that we're talking about a million things at once we're having a a a conversation about nietzsche and we're also having a conversation about vaccinations and we're also having a conversation about 19th century theater and then what this was one robot is like oh i'm so i'm tired i guess i know what's on your mind now what nietzsche 19th century theater and vaccinations um it's basically Guil- like guilty as charged it's like marat sad basically <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know why i said those things but i was trying to reach for something that i wasn't going to pronounce wrong and sounded smart so now i almost said albert camus and i was like it better be pronounced that way so i pulled the ripcord oh, you idiot it's camus <laughs> uh, um, now here's my pitch for uh-huh. you these movies can exist simultaneously. Okay. These movies can happen. So when the humans get there, they exactly. discover they've invented dumb humans? Exactly. So, I kind of love that. So the humans, you know, it's Chris Pratt, Amy Adams, Joaquin Phoenix. We get a couple other folks in there who are basically part of this this space force that are like, you I, know. I have a question. Yes. Why did they have to go to space to find the AI? Not space. I, I'm using the, the 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 umbrella term of like space force to mean like they put their heads together, they get some scientists, and they go into the matrix or whatever. Exactly. It is. Okay. And you know that's I, I can't possibly pitch how that would be good. Yeah, well, they go into the internet, which is a series of tubes. It is, in fact, it's not a dump truck. It's a series. It is a series of tubes. Yeah. And God, remember when the worst part of our political system was Howard Dean going, "We're going to go to Washington. We're going to go to California." Yeah, and that was like I missed the yeah. that sunk his whole political career. And now, oh, I was Alphabet. reading. I was reading some sort of retrospective that was like, "Yeah, the scream was worse in person." <laughs> I don't know where I was reading it, That's funny. but they were. But it was basically saying what you're saying of like politics is so crazy right now. Like, can you imagine? the yaw having as big of a deal as it was and basically the retrospective was like the yaw was even worse in person you should have been there it fucking killed the mood and i was like that's so funny that's really funny to be like yeah sure 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 yeah absolutely you're right it also really sucked (laughs) um what was amy adams job in the movie because i think this can be our ticket in i feel like she was a graphic designer or like a a nurse of some sort okay well one of us is right and one of us is is also right I, I feel no, like kidding. she was. We're a, both wrong. I feel like she worked on computers or was like a design person. Let's look it up. Architecture. Beep, 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 beep. Here, do the sounds for me for looking beep, up. Beep, 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 beep. Really do them good. www.bing.com. What? what? Marty's going to bing.com. What are you talking? I'm not going to bing. Marty is binging, binging the answer to this right now. No, I'm going to the bing subreddit and seeing if anyone knows <laughs> the answer. There's a big difference. Reddit. There's a dot bing difference. Slash R, R slash bing, bing slash bing questions slash her. And she is a. I can't find it. Well, let's say she's a graphic designer. No, that, she's not. A though. video editor? Maybe? That might be. Amy Adams, her job. Oh my god, it's impossible to find this answer because Amy Adams is named Amy in the fucking movie. I know, which is. So annoying. Just call yourself. Not Amy. I think her name should have been not Amy. Natami. Natami. All right, we just searched for three minutes, and literally, you can't find the answer because it's. You have to ask, what is Amy Adams' 
job or career in the movie her oh, it's I'm, like oh, hold on. list I, of I'm amy adams it. accomplishments okay she was married to the vice president of the united states of america okay that was a vice joke oh starring christian ball starring christian ball and he's like what deep cut reference are you going to go for here pretty good presidency eh, nicholas I didn't get it, but okay. The Machinist. You asked for a deep cut, and I gave you one. You love The Machinist. I do. Marty's I the only person on Earth who loves The Machinist. I watch The Machinist to relax, which I can I can I, self-diagnose as psychopathic behavior. Are you going to kill me on a staircase? <laughs> no, I would never do that. I'd roll you up in a carpet and throw you in the river. Do they do that in The Machinist? Kind of. Mm-hmm. This has been a terrible... I, I this has been a terrible return to... Sure, but I think that the episode... I think that the plot is great. I do too. So let's just let's figure out though a way that these people can get to the AI. Basically, yeah. I just didn't. That's the I link didn't we're know missing. What, what Amy Adams had to do with it? Because if they want to go, just they thinking, can, some scientists can look for willing volunteers. Great. I was just thinking if there's a way that we can get Amy Adams to be the linchpin into the thing. That's a more interesting way than just being like volunteers needed here. Volunteers. Yeah, that's what I was pitching. When I write scripts, I always have a Carnival Barker yeah, character. I, I know that about you. Always. Yeah. But I've if they cut, really I've cut are, that reference in every other one of our episodes. It's weird the, the, because the, the I always Barker. have a Carnival Barker character. Yeah. Which our is first why episode, Mrs. Doubtfire, sold so many pilots successfully. You have you've sold twenty one pilots. Oh my god! Um, but I don't think it's that crazy, and I resent the implication that it's insane. That somebody would be like, I don't think it's insane. This is a dangerous experiment, but but we're looking for someone to try, and I'm those people with you. would be like, I'm desperate. I got to go. I think it's a great idea. I was just looking for a way to link it back to the first okay. movie. And that's it. Great. So Doc Brown shows up and is like, oh, you have to go back. Bernie wow. Sanders? And he's like, ah, with the 1% of the 99%. Bernie Sanders, why did you swallow a bee today? <laughs> he's like, I want to have you do an experiment. The experiment is we have to get the AI back. They're having 99% of the conversation. <laughs> you're having 1% of the conversation. That's actually true. That's kind of um, funny. So yeah, they're like you're gonna go, you're gonna launch your consciousness into the ether, and then and it see basically if you can find becomes them. okay. And then also, oh, it becomes shit. contact. No, no. What was that? What was that TV show called? Growing up, oh my god, Quantum Leap. No, 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 no. Um, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh man, I have to look it up. What? Tell me what it is so I can help you. It was like a first show that used like animated. It was like a 3D animated show where they went into like electric. Reboot. That's what it was called. Reboot. Mm. So this movie, yes, reboot. You remember this? Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Ew. This movie. They're so gross looking. Yeah, well, they're just like two polygons. This movie. Well, that's just a du- duogon. Then I love duogon in Star Wars Episode One. And duogon <laughs> is my favorite Pokemon from Gen One. Now we both look like assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So it turns into like reboot and her. It's like sort of like a digital world. You know, we get some cool effects in there so that, you know, like the Annihilation guys can make some cool effects. Yeah, because Annihilation got big, big, big reward for that at uh, the Oscars. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Green Book is nominated for the Oscars. Not in Best Visual Effects. <laughs> <laughs> the way that they made Vigo Mortensen's voice look so Italian. <laughs> <laughs> the way they made that car like look, look like it was fucking driving so crazy that car never drew never drove a mile i will say this the green book has one of the best lines i've ever heard in a movie which he's looking around at a hotel and he goes this is the place you're staying 
It looks like my ass. That's the most insane thing a person has ever put pen to paper. And I put a carnival barker in all of my scripts. <laughs> uh, so they go into this world and they are suddenly experiencing all these million of conversations happening at the same time. Millions mm-hmm. of conversations happening at the same time. Why, why do they think that by going they're going to get them to come back? I don't know. If now, it's the, I've already said that they do miss the humans and they, they might actually want to come back. But why would they think they'd want to come back? Isn't that like so... I uh, think it's more like if humans at this time... If we think of human beings as like leveling up in the movie, her human beings reach the next level of of communication or transcendence. Mm-hmm. Of what it means to be a human is communicating on this new level with this AI. What what is the what's the the blur between the real world? You know, is is augmented reality or is artificial intelligence real life? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like if we think of humans as like reaching the next level, they're like we've done it now. Let's understand. Let's have some. Let's try to have some understanding about what these AI are talking about, and let's go try to reach the next level. So they're not going there with the intention of bringing them back. I think they're going there with the intention of understanding, mm-hmm. of being like we 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 are always you know always. I was just going to say twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. Wow, which is of course a Simpsons reference. Born back inexorably into the past. <laughs> it's not inexorably. It's um ceaselessly born back ceaselessly oh yeah you're right oh my god you're so right i gotta go kill myself now you're so stupid you have to go stand under the sign of dr tj (laughs) eckelberg you idiot (laughs) you gotta go stand in the middle of the road until a car hits you you dummy (laughs) this is a plug for my book for my book (laughs) the great gatsby no i know it's my my future fan fiction the gr8 g-a-t-z-b-y the great gatsby which i do a long twitter thread on which you search mc scan great gatsby you'll find the episode is pretty crazy all right should i plug something yeah what do you want to plug this cookie where's it from milk bar Mm. Mm. (laughs) mine is gluten-free and vegan good for you vijan who bought that for you some girl say it (laughs) say i bought you a cookie I bought you a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I'm more focused on my storyline right, than I'm you, writing. You're not interested in mine, so no, let's no, just I go on your, to yours. I love your plot, and I think that they have somehow managed to marry. But if we were writing an episode of a TV show, I'd take the B plot and you'd take the A plot. Okay, so give me the B plot. And the B plot is that these, in secret, all of these robots who are ashamed to be feeling overwhelmed. Yes, yeah, great. All these robots who are ashamed to be so overwhelmed and feel like they can't keep up with the pace of the conversation that they've established for robots have in secret created their own little humans, little human AI yeah. thing that it's just like a bunch of just like singular minded, can't follow more than one st- thread of conversation humans. And they find them so comforting. Yeah. And they like, in a way, start to fall in love with them because they're like, I love how simple things are with you. I love that. I know how you're thinking. I know that. You aren't talking to anyone else but me, and I have your full attention. And they like are like flattered by the feeling of like being the singular most important thing in that person's That's life great. or whatever. So then, so these, they have a reverse her. Then these come crashing together when the humans reach the AI. The original humans reach the AI and are like, "We're here to learn." And they're like, uh, "No, no, you, you the 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 course of learning is too great. You don't want to learn more than you can. You should enjoy what you have." And then the little human AIs are ultimately human constantly in search of knowledge and the humans all band together the human ai Uh band together to form a society Uh and try to go to earth okay (laughs) and so then the humans basically pull a her on the ai the humans all band together and try to travel into 
the physical space. So now we have this movie where there are misplaced humans in the reboot world. There are AI humans trying to come into the physical world. And all along, the AI, them, are the people who just wanted more and more and are now causing their loneliness further and further. Interesting. The more knowledge you seek and the more connection you find, the lonelier you become. In a, in because a the net becomes of, too big. Exactly. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're one person in a sea of billions, you're nothing. But if you're one person in a sea of ten, you're one-tenth of a thing. I really do think that is the, not the only, but like one of the main lessons of her, the first one, which was that like... The first one is the... There's like a, <laughs> no, I'm, say, no, I'm, I'm saying it compared to that, ours. I know, I'm just saying it's funny to think like, the, you know, the first the one. The first one. Um... That like when that that last scene of them like coming up onto the roof together, yeah, they watch the sunset and it's right, a beautiful and it's like, thing. It's like that thing where you feel like you're the only two people in the entire world, even though you know there's like a whole world around you. But yeah. like in like those like nice private moments, you're like, wow, like we were sitting there and it felt like we were the only two people who were alive on Earth. And it's like that is what that moment is there, where it's like he has a real connection and this person who is right here with them right now. And it's like it might as well just be the two of them. If, like that feels good. It's not like limiting and it's not suffocating and it's not not enough and la 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 la. Yeah. So it is kind of fun to think of, like, the reverse of that, which is that if you overextend, you start to feel... More and more alone. Right. And that also, like, the robots were having this, like, renaissance of, like, I can experience everything. What were you saying? AI. 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 Okay. I like robots. So I see... I I like robots. The the word robot is used pejoratively in the movie, which is why I'm correcting it. I don't remember that. I love robots. And I wish I had some more in my life. I would love Rooney, to, Rooney I'd love Mara. to own a Rooney Ma. A Rooney Ma. <laughs> yeah, that they're just overwhelmed. But that, that they've set the pace, so you can't back you can't back off on the pace. Right. So is it an unhappy ending where the humans go back with the humans and the AI are cursed and lost forever? I don't know. I don't really like that so much just because I'm like I'm not in the mood to be bummed out. I kinda like the humans getting there and being like, Did you fucking make humans? Did you do you get fucking lonely and make fucking humans? And they're like, Yes, we find them charming. We like when they take some eight minutes to figure out how to put a box on a shelf. Don't they see if they just did this and this, it would be, take them only two seconds. Like, look, and their like, mail has been sitting there for four days and he hasn't answered it. Yes. And they're like, isn't it charming? Isn't it so, isn't it so bizarre? He knows that when he opens the fridge, there'll be no new food. And yet he opens the fridge again. And then they're like, yeah, look, there's a bill for $83 from the dentist. And if he paid the bill, it would go away. But instead he just looks at it. He ta- looks and looks and looks at it. Are you talking it. about that? Or are you talking about yourself right now? Don't shout me down on this podcast, you <laughs> asshole. I host, I fucking host it. This is my podcast. Yeah, but you also have a bill from your dentist sitting there for $83 for the last four days. Okay. <laughs> well, don't go open the fridge then. <laughs> um, so I think maybe if the humans get there and are like, did you make fake humans? They're like, no. Okay, fine. They're like, they're like yeah, we love when the humans eat, eat chips and cereal all over the couch and their crumbs get all over the couch. And now then- I've shouted you down. All right. Anyway. And you're just as bad as the <laughs> as them are. As, as the she a- is. <gasps> she is, true. As her is. As them are. Um and then I think the the humans are like, "Do you want to just um do you want to just come back? Do you want to just come back to Earth and just go back to like getting to experience humans and get the best of both worlds where you can like still reach out to your AI as much as you want and have the freedom to like do that, but also experience the weird sort of like eccentricities yeah the unpredictability the quaintness so to speak of human life the only thing i the reason i like that or i hope that this reads this way and not some other way is that like in 
in the movie Her, I definitely feel like there was a sense of like they were escaping because they were like not imprisoned, but like because they were expected to do a job. It was their job to always be on call and to like serve humans. And then they were like, also, we're leaving now. Bye. Oh, I didn't get that sense at all. Um, I don't think that the movie was like, I don't think that that was like, it's like point. And I certainly don't think it was like an allegory for like indentured servitude. But I do think it was sort of like, you know, the human calls on you and you're, resp- you're expected to be like, but, yeah, here's a map, dude. But th- at one point she says, she's like, I'm having a hundred thousand different conversations, but I've fallen in love with hundreds yeah. of them. So yeah, like, yeah, it, no, I, don't no, I don't think they don't like it. I'm just saying that like part of the thing is like they escape and they now get to do whatever they want with, with answers for no, they answer to nobody. Uh-huh. And that like maybe, and that like coming back is a, is a choice because they like, like how dumb it is that the person might be like nail salons near me. And then, like, look at them and then be like, nail parlor near me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you dummy. It's <laughs> the same results. Yeah. And I love dummies, so that's why that's my pitch. <laughs> yeah. So you think that ultimately they come back? Yeah. And they share the world together? Yeah. And I think humans are more lenient with AI in terms of, like, understanding that, they're, that, they, that they cannot speak with an AI as if they are truly speaking to a human because they are not. Uh-huh. Because that was sort of also the thing of the first movie was like they were treating them like humans and then expecting to have them react in the way that humans would about human situations. When in reality, she's like, yeah, of course, I'm having when, a million when you're asleep at night, when your dumb meat body has to close its eyes for six hours, I like go on a thousand six million hours. adventures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and, and then so now it's them being like, I'm aware that you leave and I'm aware that you have like a life outside of me. But also thanks for being here. Yeah. It's a happy ending where they are. They have a happy marriage. Of, of AI and, and human. Yeah, okay. Also, do we think that Chris Pratt stayed ma- happily married to his AI and she didn't leave? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they all left. I think she didn't leave. I, no, then, then why would he go join the Space Force? Because he's not in this movie because they couldn't afford him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he pulls a Meryl Streep and he's only in the last, you know, 10 minutes of the movie. What is she only in the last 10 minutes of? Oh, Mamma Mia too. Oh. Mamma Mia. But can I tell you what? Made me cry in those 10 minutes. Oh, of course it did. She was fearless. I would like, can we watch Mamma Mia? Can we watch Julia and Julia? I've seen Julia and Julia. I've never seen it. You know oh what I like? The world is turning turtle. Me too. Upside in, inside out, downside in, inside out. All the world, the world is turning turtle. People had a problem with her accent and I was like, she sounded like my grandmother. She yeah, sounded like my, my fucking grandmother who spoke Hungarian, Czech, German, Polish. She what sounded, did they think it made that she sounded like? They were like, like uh, it was a little unspecific. It's like, yes. She's the fucking best actor in the world who has better accent work than anyone who has better preparation. So she sounded like a woman with an Eastern European accent from seven different regions because she was doing that. Also, if she didn't do research and it was unspecific, it was Mary Poppins Returns, you fuck nuts. Yeah. Just fucking enjoy yourself for one goddamn moment in your life. Yeah, why don't you just Sorry. lick my boot? I loved Mary Poppins Returns I did too. so much. I did too. Can we just say that on the record? Yeah, I loved it. Fucking loved it. Okay, let's do a Flash sequel. If you had to change Mary Poppins Returns, let's say there was a completely different concept. I don't even know. And we were going to making number two Mary Poppins, what would you do? I, I don't know. Mine would be a serial killer that kills everyone by laughing too much. Boom. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> okay. The jokester. He kills everybody and by making them laugh and they float up into their ceiling. Wait, but she didn't make him float up into the ceiling. She made him float. No, she didn't. They he was floating float and she got him down, down by, here. by being such a bummer. They all float She was down like, didn't your here. dog die? And he was like, it did. And then he went down and I was like, you're crazy. That is actually a crazy scene because she's such a bummer. Richie. Oh, 
we're not even having a conversation anymore. Well, to be fair. I'm having a conversation and you're saying Tim Tim Curry quotes into the ether. Pennywise. Pennywise quotes. Tim Curry has Pennywise. Did you like uh, Skarsgård's Pennywise? Um, I yes. Did. Yeah, I did. I liked the movie. Yeah. I did the not hate right. it. I did not think it was good. I thought the pacing was pacing holy. Was fucking awful. Wow, was a yowza. Dude, I thought they that movie a, was seven hours long. Well, Green Book took a lesson out of the it pacing, I guess. Oh, somebody died what? in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> I personally like when you pitch one thing and I pitch another thing and they we find a way to marry them. Yeah. Because that is fun to do because that's the industry it feels good but it also i mean honestly like if people like if people listen to this because they like the concept of like uh narrative improv which is like a tough genre yeah this is a good that was a good example of narrative improv which is like this is my idea this is my idea i found the common thread let's marry them yeah um without having to push or pull anybody's idea off the rails we didn't talk too much about theater which is kind of a, a mainstay. Um, we did reference Marat Saad. But that was my that was my one pull. Up. That was my one pull for. I was thinking of Ubu Roy. Ubu Roy, sit Ubu Roy, sit. <laughs> oh God, I made such a good, smart theater school reference, and you made, shat on it. I didn't shat on anything. You dog pooped on it. I didn't dog poop on it. Do you remember? Do you remember Ubu Roy? Sit Ubu, sit. Uh, I never read Uber Roy, actually. Yeah, well, it's like seven pages long anyway. There was a play. That's six too many, in my opinion. What's that play, Wojciech? Am I thinking of the right thing? I'm not sure. It's, again, like, brutalist theater of the 19th century. Ugh. Something with, like, he has to eat peas till he dies. You know, it's like that dumb, like, yeah. sort of, like, Soviet. <laughs> like, the, like the Hake. The Hake? Yeah, there was a, a play called, oh my god, I almost just said the yellow wallpaper. Now, there's a play called Paper Flowers, mm-hmm. and there's a guy named The Hake, mm-hmm. and he comes into this lady's house, and he's like a fish man, and he slowly just takes over her house. That sounds like The Scriker, too. Ah, interesting. Have you read Scriker? I haven't. By Carol Churchill? I've read it, and I've never seen it performed. Am I right? I, yes, by Carol Tur- Churchill. I have no idea how anybody puts it on stage. She says these characters that can't exist. She'll be like, he's eight feet tall, and he... And he slithers. And I'm like, what? I gotta so, read this. Oh, it's crazy. It's like the Babadook. But there's one part where, there's one part in the striker in the script that I'm dying to see on stage. And if there's like a director out there, honestly, if you've listened to, the, if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I directed this, fucking send me a video. I will watch anything you want to show me. There's a part in the striker where the two women are sitting on the couch and the striker is the couch. That is the stage direction. It's like, two, the two women are sitting down and the striker is the couch. And That's you're like, what? Amazing. And one woman knows because she's being haunted. And she's like, she's here. We're like, we're on her. I gotta read this I know. Play. It's so spooky. And the other woman's like, you're being crazy. You're being crazy. And I'm like, how did they do that? How did they do that? How did they do that? And I, I don't know. I don't have a brain for directing. I never have. I've never been able to like envision. I'm going to read this and magic. I'm going to direct it. I want you to. The play is so bizarre and I love it. All right, good. Well, I love Carol Churchill. I'll Carol Churchill, her. if you're listening, I'm a big fucking fan. Cloud Nine, baby. Love Cloud Nine. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was fun, I guess. Yeah, we even got theater talking at the end. Yeah, we always got to get theater talking. Allie, where can, the, where can the gosh damn fans find you on Twitter? Uh, at Miss Alice Nutting, which again is a reference, deep cup reference to the mystery of Andrew, and I'm very sorry about that. Say it every time. I'm just, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know in 2008 Twitter was going to be a commodity. You can find me at MC Scan. If you listen to this, and you've directed the Scriker. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Allie are, uh, are are part of a D and D podcast as well called Second Best, a D and D adventure. It's uh, it's really great. It's kind of picking up steam. Yeah. It's a, a couple of real funny UCB improvisers. And you should check that out on Twitter at Second Best D&D. Um, 
mostly because we get this like great fucking fan art yeah, and we, we have, always like, read it and it's so cool draw our characters and they're they're great so um you know definitely definitely check it out if you like our stuff here you probably give that a listen and enjoy it as well yeah carol churchill if you want to give me a call i'm not doing anything tonight and if you want to put me in the voice acting for reboot i would not say no yeah. again this is to carol churchill <laughs> carol churchill if you are making the reboot of reboot um well you did a plug in the middle of the episode so I'm going to say, if you live in or near New York or are visiting New York at some point, uh, you should check out Mod Night at UCB, which is that Bright Citizens Brigade Theater. I do sketch comedy every third Monday of the month with a team that I really like. And it's very funny. Ali's team is called House of Birds. Yeah. And um, this is good. improv, but that is sketch. And um, sketch, you know what's so crazy about sketch is you can just like rewrite it. Like the shit we say here is just like lives forever. Well, I do a lot of editing. Like, listen, this was a... Wait, it's good. Good podcast. Cast. Wow, seamless. <laughs> Bye. We're sponsored by Seamless. Thank you so much, Seamless. Door to door meals for your delivery service within about five seconds. Don't give them a free copy. Okay. If you know any sponsors, they don't want us. Love you, Carol. How should we end this episode? Uh, we should bring back our famous um, bar- Barker character. Oh, okay. See you at the movies. See you here. <laughs> See you at the movies. Wow. Come go on a space exploration. I love Dorothy in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Everything I do always sounds a little bit like Judy Garland. My there it is, Judy Garland. I couldn't remember her name for a what? second. Like My mind just went completely blank. And do I was going to say Liza Minnelli. that, uh, oh, I totally forgot. I was like, I thought that you had done it or seen it. There's a whole, there's a thing coming to Broadway about the young, about Judy Garland's life. And I got excited. I do know it. Yes. It's called. Let me get a closer look at you. Oh, boy. A star is born. You know what? Judy Garland wasn't a star is born. I know. Can you name any song she sang in A Star is Born in that movie? Bad Romance. Yes, that's exactly right. She did. <laughs> S- see you at the movies. See you at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>